passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use, you found us in. Thank you. And we are live. Live on YouTube.com slash post wrestling. Hello, postmarks. I was uh, going to start the show by talking. Let's not talk too soon. It, it's saying excellent condition Yeah. Uh, on our end. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying out StreamYard again this week. It, right. it kind of shat the bed for us last week. Um, but... Yeah, something about the internet in our building on Tuesday nights, it just doesn't want us to do podcasts. I think our neighbors have finally realized at 10.15 every Tuesday, yeah. there's a lot of shouting next door about, you know... NXT. NXT, about Brinley Reese and <laughs> the likes. And yeah, yeah. They, they sabotage our internet. But hopefully, this will be a seamless stream tonight. Yes, apologies to everyone. We let the, the world down by we couldn't... You couldn't hear us. It sounded like we were in a tin box. And then I shouted out our internet provider, and only the Canadians were the ones to reach out and be like, oh, man, I, I hate them. They're the worst. I was like, okay, I understand. I feel like if you complained about any yeah. provider, whether it be like cell phone, internet, whatever, I feel everyone would be like, yeah, they suck. Yeah. Like, I yeah. never see any defenders be like, no. They're great. <laughs> Bell's awesome. Rogers yeah. is so, the best. So hopefully you can hear us right now. Mm. But yeah, uh, we'll, we 
I would say we'll try better, but like we just we 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 you normally we try really hard. Guys. Yeah, we actually we've been do. trying for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> trying too damn long. Yeah, but we're here Tuesday night on the post wrestling feed, and we're talking about some NXT. We're going to run through everything, hyping up some Halloween Havoc. Two weeks yeah, of Halloween Havoc. Next week. Yeah. yeah, night one starting next week with two weeks of spookiness. And, what did they say? Spooky, spookful. Lots of things. Yeah. It's going to be so spooky. It's going to be great. And we're going to talk all about it. But uh, it is spooky season. It really is. Are yeah. you... Uh, is, is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty spooky. Been doing some spooky things. Have you gotten a pumpkin spice latte yet? I have not. No. I, I even haven't yet. No. It's... I. It depends where I get it from. Like, yeah. I'm not a fan of, like, the... You know, you go to Starbucks and you get something and it's like, okay, it's six pumps of this syrup. Oh, that's like, intense, yeah. No. Um, I might... There's a couple of places that do it with, like, actual pumpkin I, and stuff like that. You know what? Like. Yeah, okay, I'm lying. I actually did have one. My girlfriend decided to try to make it with something. And, okay. And it was, it was pretty good, yeah. I made my uh, pumpkin martini, I think I mentioned the other week on a show. Oh, right, yeah. Really have people been ordering it? Yeah, they have. With actual pumpkin puree. That was wow. pretty nice. It's wow, uh, pretty spooky. Yeah, uh, I went to see Saw 10 yesterday. You saw Saw? I saw Saw. You see Saw? I did. Uh, Was it good? I liked it, yeah. I think it's the best one for a while. Like they, um, we had what, Jigsaw came out a few years ago and then Spiral, which I kind of caught up on recently, which I really didn't like. And this one, it's kind of set in between uh, Saw 1 and Saw 2. Um, so the, the main guy's still alive and he's, he's more of like a kind of more of an anti-hero in this one. Sure. Um, but it was like, he was really like the main character, whereas all the others are kind of the traps and you see little bits of John Kramer. Like he was, he was like the main character in this. I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it more than the new Exorcist. Right. Yeah. You said you saw that. Yeah. You, I was going to go see it and then you said it was awful. So I decided against it. It was, it was fine. Like watch it but like it wasn't anything new like they didn't do anything right like i like the cast i thought like the like the opening was good but just yeah just unoriginal i thought mm. i watched uh the haunted mansion on disney plus oh yeah how is it you know it they released that movie in theaters in the summer and it like bombed and they're like ah we should yeah, bad we idea. Should, yeah. <laughs> well it's like why did you release it and not now because it's on disney plus now and i watched it and i was like hey that's it, was, it wasn't bad. I actually kind of got into it, and I was a big fan of the ride as a kid, so it definitely has little Easter eggs uh, for that. But um, I, I've been catching up on my Golden Bachelor. Oh, it's yeah. not really spooky. spooky. It's not spooky, but it's a bunch of old people. They could die at any yeah, moment, yeah. so that's, it could be spooky in a blink of an eye. But uh, I told, I asked Way about it, and uh, he said he hadn't watched it yet, so he now is caught up okay. on The Golden Bachelor, which then now I've started watching Bachelor in Paradise. It does, Golden Bachelor does sound more my thing than like, the regular one. Yeah, just like a bunch of old yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Sounds way more interesting. Yeah, they had a talent show oh, yeah? last week, and like all of them are like, oh, I don't have much talent. And like they're like, whether they're like talking, some try stand up comedy. One gives him like a full on lap dance, and then like r- underneath her seat, she has like a cake, and she's like, "And I bake too." Oh. And I was watching. I'm like, "Okay, like easy, <laughs> easy winner." But it cuts to all the old women like, it, like against her, and they're just like, 
watching slowly and I was dying laughing. It was hilarious. One woman's what slowly putting yeah, away her yeah. juggling balls. <laughs> yeah, the other <laughs> ones are like, ah, oh, fuck, I had a poem. He ended up picking the one who had a poem. Spoiler alert. And I, everyone, Didn't pick the lap dance? Yeah, he picked the one who was like, oh, I'm not good at public speaking. Oh, here's my poem. And then it was pretty cheesy and he's like, ah, I pick you. And then the one who did give him the lap dance is like, did all that work for nothing? All that for nothing. <laughs> Which, who I think she's, she's going to win. Yeah. I, I don't want to. So he's like, I'll see you down Don't the worry. We'll yeah, be, yeah. we'll go on we, our we date. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so. Uh, speaking of Golden Bachelors, uh, have you been watching the new Frasier? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you convinced me to watch the two first episodes of Frasier. Uh, for some reason, my work hat is airing. The, they only aired the first two because that's what's on Paramount Plus right yeah. now. I don't even think I've watched Frasier like full stop, like the original show. I've seen most of it. I especially the like the last few seasons as it as it came out. Like I remember Friday nights, like I was too young to go out. Yeah. My brother would go out. So, so you'd watch No, Frasier. pretty much. Like my brother had a TV in his room, but I didn't have one in my room yet. So my parents would be downstairs watching TV and my brother would be out because he's like 17, 18. Yeah. Uh and I'd go into his room and watch uh it was like Friends, Frasier, then South Park every Friday night. Yeah, so, the 90s, 2000s. Yeah. Um, so we we reviewed Friday 13th Part 3 last week, which is on Paramount. Okay. So I signed up for the free trial, and then it was like, hey, Frasier just dropped. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so now you're you're hooked. Uh, we'll see. It's yeah. two episodes in. <laughs> yeah, you you got to still catch up and watch. Like he says, it's the final act of the character, meaning Cheers Part One, Frasier yeah. Part Two, and now this Frasier. Because he's like, don't call it a reboot, kind of thing. But it's it's pretty much just that. But yeah, yeah, I liked it. It's it just like, him. No one else is in it. I love the yet. song. What's Toss he singing? Salad and Toss eggs. salad and scrambled eggs. Banger. Someone's got to put that over like a, a flip it, sample it. Yeah. He's, he's got a good voice. I didn't. Around. Yeah, I was today years old when I realized that was Frasier singing that song. Did you always think it was like Big Show's song where it's just someone who sounds like it could be him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's actually him? Okay. Yeah. Uh, most people would know him from Money Plane <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. Adam Copeland. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Star, star cast. Rated our superstar and Frasier. Nice. On Money Plane. Our review is somewhere deep. Uh, yeah, in, I never watched it. <laughs> with me and Sino, I think. Right. Yeah, I didn't even make you watch it. No. It's, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went back to Frasier. <laughs> so, well, I tried. Tried being Beast. <laughs> tried being Money yeah, Plane. Yeah, he was good Beast. Yeah, he was okay. Um, yeah, what else? I checked out the new Rick and Morty last night. Oh, how which... is it with the new voices? It was good. Like... I think uh, you can tell it's it's a different uh, voice casting. Like um, all of the voices, like it was, you know, uh, Rick, Morty, uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Um, oh, I love Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, great. All their voices are like slightly <laughs> deeper than normal, but I still enjoyed it. I'm, I enjoy the show and I, I don't think it will take me long to get over. Like think even you watch early Simpsons, I think the first couple of seasons i know it is the same voice actor but uh what dan casta castellanta is that his name casablanca who who does homer right his voice is way deeper in the first couple of seasons and then he's like i can't do this anymore and just yeah. makes it lighter and dumber and like you get over it yeah yeah true especially in, maybe in the future with all the ai voice acting you could probably just animate it or something i'm sure that's already happening without people knowing but. yeah like, Let's not put people out of work. Yeah, 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 fair enough. But I, I am intrigued because of the whole changing of the voices mm. for Rick and Morty, but I'm sure they sound good. 
Uh, we have a super chat Ooh. in the in the room in the YouTube chat from Jake Jakeinator who sends two dollars. He says, "Any chance of a Star Wars Ahsoka review?" I haven't caught up with that. I, I felt behind. Yeah, I, I, th- I feel like the last season of Mando is we did do a review of really just kind of bored me, and I just kind of put it to the side and started watching other things. I yeah, I, I I think both of us definitely got hit with that Disney fatigue. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't complete Andor, which I know everyone raves about. But um, yeah, I, I will watch it at some point. But I feel by the time I get round to it, might be a little late for a yeah. review. Uh, I know we've been doing our Star Wars thing over the years, but um, I know, I believe, uh, I think WH and JP might have been covering it on Grapple, if you want to listen to a review of Ahsoka. Uh, but yeah, I'll get round to it at some point. But just, I've fallen way, way behind on Marvel and Star Wars. Oh yeah, I haven't point. watched any of the Marvel stuff in quite a while, but definitely, I, I, it looks it looks cool, and I, I've like heard some good re- reviews, so I'm like, all right, maybe I'll give it a chance. But as far as a review, I don't know. But that doesn't mean we don't have plenty of other reviews coming out. Yeah, I mean, we've been watching a whole lot of other stuff, including our uh, our whole Patreon movie book club, if you will, because obviously we do up next every Tuesday night. But Davey and I, we do tons of other podcasts including weekly shows over on our Patreon, and it is spooky season, so we've been keeping it real spooky, real creepy. We kick things off with Richard Gere in the Mothman Prophecies. What, you thought we were going to do Richard Gere and J-Lo in that Save the Last Dance? That'll be next year. <laughs> we're we're going to have to try to figure out when we can try to fit that movie in the schedule. But no, we talk about the Mothman Prophecies. Renee Paquette has still not... Uh, reached out to us to join us for a, a new edited version of the, the movie. Cause I feel like we should get her on now to talk about her thoughts on the I'd Mothman. love to get her on. To talk she's about been, Mothman. she posted that she's reading the book. Yeah. So that we were big Mothman fans here, but you can check out our review. That was a few weeks ago. Uh, we then celebrated a Friday, the 13th, which was last Friday, a Friday, the 13th in October. Wow. Could you get more spooky than that? I hope so everyone spooky. got real spooked up. We reviewed part three, the one where Jason Voorhees finally gets his hockey mask. Yeah. Among other things. No, really? Was there, was there much else? It's in 3D. <laughs> you ever wanted to watch a, a 3D slasher flick where most of the 3D effects are someone juggling using a yo-yo? Yeah. Yeah. And okay, there was the harpoon gun, but. State of the art. Yeah. Uh, really fun review though. Like these, uh, we enjoy going back and watching these Friday the 13th and all these other spooky films we do. Yeah. Uh, bad films are sometimes a lot of fun to talk about. Yes. So this made for, we got some positive feedback. Thank you for always for the kind words of all the shows that we do, but lots of people love the, uh, the retro horror movie mm. reviews. So looking forward to that this week, it's going to be even more scarier because Dickie bird has selected on an up yours, some movie that just sounds terrifying. Antichrist. Okay. Yes. Uh, Lars von Trier starring Willem Dafoe. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's terrifying enough. Yeah, he's already scary. Um, yeah, this this sounds like it's going to be heavy. Right. Uh, Whoa, Doc. But it, uh, we're going to be recording this tomorrow with, with Mr. Bird and talking all about it. So uh, I believe it's on Prime if you want to check out the film. Nice. For watching. And then uh, a couple more things. We've got our Halloween Havoc review. Next of week. 1998 coming out next week. Yeah. So go watch 98 Hav- Halloween Havoc and get some feedback in for that. We'd love to talk about it. 
And then Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers on this very free feed. Yes, Halloween 6, the last one of the kind of... Ah, uh, there's still... Uh, what do they call this? They call this trilogy something. Yeah, like, like the Sanheim or something like that. The, the Thorn trilogy or that's something it, isn't weird. It? Yeah. Yeah. Like that tattoo thing he's got. It's weird, yeah. This is the one with Michael Myers and spooky, like, witch, doctor... The Man in Black. Yeah, and then... Rudd. Paul Rudd, yep. And then, this film explains how Paul Rudd hasn't aged at all since this film came out. He probably looks the same. He looks exactly the yeah. same. Yeah. This is the last one with Donald Pleasance, yeah. Dr. Loomis. Mm-hmm. So definitely looking forward to chatting about this one. It's always played on repeat on AMC Fear Fest every, every year. So I'm sure lots of people have seen this movie. And I know that people have been waiting for us to talk about this one. Waiting. Yeah. Waiting. For this one we know justin in particular yeah it's definitely this one. no i know i know these reviews are uh uh people are big fans of and if you're new to us uh go back they're all in the archives they're all for free yeah every year on halloween we we review a halloween movie so we've been following that tradition for this is the sixth year in a row in a, in a row so looking forward to that lots and lots of different podcasts like here on this feed on the poison rana feed hit that subscribe search that in your podcast if you're not listening to that show and all the other shows uh, we had the the Moxley show, the Eagles don't fl- hunt flies. Uh, one day I'll say it without ever not saying it right. Uh, we have a detox that came out. We have a what up though. We got shot in the dark every week with John Ceno. So so many podcasts. Yeah, I know what up though. Next week I believe uh, they're talking all about the uh, what is it? The New York Comic Con that's just happened. Okay, yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet appearing there. That's as, right. As Woody. Yeah. Yelling at fans great stuff was that Sino in that video yeah probably (laughs) um so lots and lots of stuff you can listen to from us guys yes so thank you for listening hey uh right before we were both going to work on was it saturday i quickly threw on the logan paul what's who's that dylan danis some, some dickhead some yeah. some loser um did you end up watching any of the clips of what happened yeah I, I twitter watched it yeah 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 well, you did, definitely did not pay money for that no. one um so so this is a boxing fight and then he wins it uh, logan paul wins it and then right away goes ah th- this is just a hobby though but Rey Mysterio, if you're listening, you son of a bitch, I want that U.S. title. I was like, what the fuck? So, uh, <laughs> What's going on? Someone at work today, the, the fight came up, and they're like, oh, it's Logan Paul. And then the next one is Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio, <laughs> thinking it's real the same fight. boxing thing. I was like, no, 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 no. That would be very interesting. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Rey Mysterio in Arena shoot- Mexico, like <laughs> boxing match, boxing Logan Paul in like a shoot boxing match. That'd be sick. You yeah. know, Floyd, uh, he's got the tie-in. Floyd jumping in the ring to save him oh, with yeah. Big Show yeah, in yeah, WWE. Yeah, he all comes this- back around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy Dennis was like being the ultimate troll, like involving Logan Paul's like fiance and like getting real dirty. People are like kind of praising his his whole like you know shit talking but i thought he kind of made it pretty low by not really attacking the guy by attacking his girl like the whole time definitely cheap definitely like twitter fingers almost like kind of twitter classic twitter troll Mm. incel kind of vibes and then obviously this guy's got like background but he's not a boxer but then agreed to do a boxing fight and says like oh i'm gonna kill you and then 
lands the, a total of nine punches, which mm. is like absolutely unheard of. A very low number in the term of a boxing fight. Didn't he keep on just trying to take him to the mat? He tried to take him down, and eventually, is it, it was a DQ. Like it was just, and then it's a whole brawl. It was just so ridiculous and like a complete like like circus of just ridiculousness. So I mean, called I, I didn't think too too much of the Paul brothers boxing events beforehand. I I always wondered how, you know, real they really were. But then like the guy bringing the guy's wife into it, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is them genuinely getting under each other's skin. But it had a lot of like people interested in watching. And then I tune in to watch this and I'm, He's calling out Rey Mysterio. I was like, what the hell is going on here? But I guess that's some good marketing for Promotion. for WWE because they're absolutely killing it right now. So, hey, why why wouldn't they? You know, hey, Logan, you're going to f- – I'm, I'm assuming it's Logan Paul versus Rey at Saudi. That that make, uh, they, Logan's going to be on SmackDown this week, I believe. There you go. Or it's either SmackDown – yeah, Rey's SmackDown. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, setting that up. Um, yeah, uh, weird. Weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saudi's looking like it's building up all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I definitely have kind of come around on the main roster a little bit the last couple of weeks. Um, managed to catch Raw last night. I thought Bronson Reed Gunther was excellent. That powerbomb spot yeah, was pretty Yeah, really good stuff. The, what they're doing with this IC title run has been great, and I think great at showcasing different people. But I've actually been enjoying, you know, like some of the matches on Raw recently. Yeah, we haven't really talked about, obviously, we're an NXT show, but we went through years of loving and being huge fans of DIY, Johnny and Champa, mm-hmm. and they're kind of reunited and having that run, I imagine. What, were, what are some of the big tag matches that we could go to for some of these? Well, they're feuding with Imperium yeah, right now. which is cool. Um, I mean, you could do Judgment Day. They've just got the titles back yeah. uh, last night. Um, yeah, I'd like to see a, a Johnny Gunther match as well down the line. I uh, think that would be wow, good. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a shame Sammy and Kevin are broken because I would have liked to have seen that match. They can get back same together. with you. So it was like it will take a while before those two guys are back together. And sure, stuff, yeah, yeah, true. Two two of the bigger teams kind of gone. But New day, New I day. guess you can do street profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and then I'm trying to even think of what's going on in AEW. With we we talked a bit about. Um, on Poison Rana about everything this week, but I can't even think of what's actually announced because I, I know Kenny's wrestling a singles match. And it's Kenny like, and Kyle Fletcher. It's like a, tomorrow, an anomaly. Right? Like, what? Yeah. Wow. They're actually booking this guy in a singles match? Let's go. Mm. So I am looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah I always look forward to Dynamite. Yeah, me too. Um, f- feels like a kind of missed last week's. Like, we were doing the, the dual screen thing, but I uh, can't say I really was able to take it in. Right. Too week. much to watch. Yeah, a bit too much. We're back to this week, where it's just one show. Just one show. Is that easier? Yeah, a lot easier. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, shall we get into this show? Yes. Let's do it. NXT from October 17th, 2023, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida. And we're starting with, like, you know, one of those classic match types. The Bada Boom, Bada Bing Battle Royal. Tag Team Battle Royal. The Bing Bong, Bang Bong. Yeah. Battle Royal. So you got... The champions, Tony D and Stax, they're on the perch, eating pasta, drinking wine. Uh, I don't think I ever saw them take a bite or take a sip of any of this. They're always wearing white. They, were just, always, they, they always had it on their forks, but they right. were never eating. Like, I think they had a Caesar salad on the go as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind watching wrestling like this. That'd be pretty sweet. Like, like, you know, Italian meal. Yeah, we all go to these wrestling shows and you get, you know, burger, fries, 
chicken tendies, you know, why, why can't you get wine and proper fine dining when you go see a show? Yeah. That, is that I'm the VIP six. sections? Yeah. Like, that'd be that'd pretty be great. Yeah. So this is a tag team battle royal where only one member of the team has to be eliminated uh, for the team to be out. Yeah, I kind of think that's a weird stipulation. Obviously, AEW do way too many of these tag mm. team battle royals, but their rule is like, hey, if your partner's gone, you're still in it to win it. I think it's just to speed it up. It's a way to get all yeah. these teams in. But uh, the thing with this is the final two teams are going to have a match. So I think they just kind of wanted to get through it. Um, and really, this the battle royal portion of this... There wasn't really much going on here. It yeah. was just eliminations. Damon Kemp gets eliminated immediately by Brooks and Jensen, uh, meaning Gulak is therefore out as well, and they get uh, the na 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 way a goodbye chance. Uh, Tank is then eliminated by Bronco Nima, eliminated Hank and Tank. Uh, Josh Briggs almost el- eliminates Wolfgang, but he holds on, and then both Briggs and Jensen are eliminated at the same time. Uh, this is when I noticed that Ridge and Butch uh, were actually in this match, the Brawling Brutes. Yeah, kind of not really mentioned. Or they, I know they had the, the match last week, but I'm assuming maybe we're getting a bit more of these guys down here. Yeah, so uh, Ridge eliminates uh, Idris and Malik, both of them at the same time, just showing off his, his power there. Um, Brutus uh, then eliminates Ridge here, so they're out uh, as we see uh, Tony D'Angelo eat some Caesar salad. Um, sorry, uh but no, Brutus eliminates uh, Wolfgang, I believe, here. Uh, Butch then snaps Bronco Nima's fingers, and this is where Scripts runs in, interfering, taking out both the Brawling Brutes and OTM. Um, so Julius then eliminates Carrillo, but all the referees are distracted trying to get uh, the Brawling Brutes, Scripts, OTM to the backstage. There's a reason you have like six referees around the ring battle for a royal. battle royal. Yeah. All of them distracted here. So kind of doing the the Steve Austin spot here where Carrillo just runs back into the ring. Nope, not being eliminated. Throws out the Creed brothers. So the refs then turn around and believe that uh, the, uh, the Gazas, Carrillo and Angel Gaza, are both left. So it's them versus Chase U to determine the number one contender. Yeah, uh, lots of people in this match. They had they tried to get in as many of the little like back and forths of all the the different spots and everything, but it didn't get to like anything too. It felt too really awesome. rushed. This yeah. portion, I think. Normally, like I'm not the biggest fan of battle royals, but normally you have a yeah. few like little storytelling moments or like some cool spots. There really wasn't. Anything. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming we're going towards the brawling brutes versus OTM or something like that. Like so, trying yeah. to spiral off some other feuds, but. It's just so weird when one opponent is eliminated and the other one's like, oh, sorry, I got to stop what I'm doing gotta because go. my opponent has been eliminated. See you later. And yeah. like, oh, I'm going to leave the ring now. So it definitely is goofy. You didn't even have, like, because of that, you could have had more, you know, trying to save your partner from being eliminated. Yeah. But it was all just doing their own thing. And you're right. It's, oh, oh got to go. Sorry, I can't body partner slam let you me down. Yeah. So we then go to Chase you, uh, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson taking on uh, Gaza and Carrillo. JC Jane and Thea Hale come out in support. Uh, JC Jane, for the first time, we see sporting the, the red Chase U colors. Wow, she's a true student now. Yeah. Uh, Andre Chase with some new pants. They look a little bit more athletic, but still needs better gear. New pants, same old sweater. Yeah. Uh, there's a drop-toe-hold elbow combo from Chase U. After the break, we see Umberto and Gaza uh, just beating up Andre Chase, denying him of that tag. 
Uh, Chase starts to fight back. Low bridges Umberto to the outside. Goes to tag Duke. But Duke has been taken out and he's on the floor. So Thea and JC are trying to rally him. And finally Chase makes the tag to Duke. Uh, he comes in with his hot tag. Hits a nice looking belly to belly throw. Then does the jabs to uh, Humberto. Garza runs in. So he's doing the jabs to him. Followed by the Chase U elbow. And then catches uh, Umberto by the foot and flips him back into a moonsault onto Gaza, which looked pretty nice. Yeah, very impressive. It's a Senton and Urinage combo. And then Chase takes out Gaza on the outside with a uh, suicide dive and then a high cross to Humberto for a two count. And then uh, Humberto comes back with a beautiful looking Liger bomb for a, a great near fall here. And this is when Brutus and Julius run out. They're all mad because they got screwed out of this match. And this allows a bit of a distraction. And Andre Chase rolls up Humberto for the win. Yeah, a bit of an upset here. Obviously, we're happy for Andre Chase and uh, Duke. And we've been saying for months they were screwed out of the titles months ago for that run. But I, I'm, I'm really into Garza and Humberto. Like Their wrestling is so good and fluid. I think it's weird that they're going for our grandpa wants us to be partners again. So we're going to do this in grandpa's honor and we're going to draw fake claws on our chest to differentiate from who we were before. Mm. I think they could do a little bit better of storytelling with family values and stuff. But besides that, their wrestling is so fun to watch. So, you know, Chase and Duke can go too. I, I, I like the, the little match after more than I like the battle Royal and that had all these other teams in it, but for what it was, like, I didn't expect uh, them to win. I think we kind of called it last week that... Like, they have to win? Because ever since JC joining them, it's like she's like their good luck charm. Yeah, kind in of. In a weird way. Um, I wonder if they do the title change next week. Like Maybe I, JC like, helps them cheat, and then they go, wait a second, we've been good this whole time, and we didn't yeah. win anything? I don't know. I wouldn't mind a title change. It's just, you'd prefer a team like Chase, you winning against like a bigger heel team. Yeah. Rather than it's two babyface teams going at it, which uh, is kind of odd. Um, but I like the idea. I, we're spinning off to the Creeds and Humberto and Gaza, which I think will be a, uh, a nice match when that comes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what was the final update on the pasta? Was the spaghetti and meatballs... Well, they barely touched it, yeah, so what I doubt waste. they liked it. Yeah, Where they, was this from? Uh, they probably got books recommendations. Was this TGI Friday's pasta? <laughs> or the other one. What's the free break, unlimited breadsticks? Yeah. Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Yeah, we don't have that in Canada here. Mm. We got East Side Mario's. Yeah. We should go one day. <laughs> they got rid of the one down Where's there. Where's the nearest East Side Mario's? It's like out, out of town, like Pickering, Ajax. Well, we, we'll go to Pickering. We'll go to the haunted <laughs> place in Pickering. Yeah, sure, yeah. Of East Side Mario's. Yeah. But yeah, this pasta, they didn't look like they finished it. But look at that. I, I did like the visual of them eating and drinking while watching wrestling. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. So true mafia vibes. We get a, a video from Blair Davenport addressing Gigi Dolan. She says, this isn't over. Gigi's win over me was a fluke. And I don't want to erase that victory. I want to derail your career. And if you're as tenacious and resilient as you say, prove it and face me at Halloween Havoc. Yeah. I, I'm just looking forward to this feud to end. I yeah. feel like this has gone on forever. Yeah, since, since and I it's can't been say gone. it's ever really hit that next level. N yeah, I can't. I, I don't know what you would do with these two characters besides that. There's just a lot going on in NXT and no real room for this. And that's kind of why they're feuding. And it's just kind of whatever for me too. Yeah. 
Uh, we get a video from Lexis King, uh, formerly known as Brian Pillman Jr. For some reason, I thought his name was Stephen King. I was like, that cannot be right. Uh, glad I <laughs> corrected. Right, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? So he's he's going by Lexis Lexis King. King. Yes, right. Uh, he says uh, people would always tell me how much they loved my father, and he's in that same chair watching video clips. And you're getting clips from people like William Regal and Steve Austin just saying how much they respected and loved Brian Pillman. And uh, Lexis says, I would look them right in the eyes and say straight to their face uh, that, like, I loved him too, but I was lying through my teeth. I was four years old when I knew him. I didn't even know what love is. And you expect me to love him? He says he was in hotel rooms more than he was at home. And I am no one's shadow. And Halloween Havoc is the start of my career and the start of my own career and make my name more than his ever meant. And that name is Lexis King. Nice. All right. So we're going to be seeing him debut here with the whole new thing. In AEW, I love my father. I'm going to dress like him, Mm. act like him here. And I hate my father. I, I like it. I much prefer this than... A guy shows up who sounds like Scott Steiner, who looks like Rick Steiner and does all the Steiner's moves. And what's your name? Bron Breaker. With no explanation. Right, I, right, I much right. prefer this where he's like, like denouncing that name. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's been sounding good and I'm kind of more interested in this. I just hope we don't see him do that bloody springboard clothesline. Because oh, after all this, gosh. if he just does You his, know he is. Don't, if he just you... does his... Dad's move. You just jinxed it, dude. Yeah. You just jinxed it. He's going to do his flying karate kick instead or something. I find it... What I do find weird, isn't this stepfather the one he said was awful in that dark side? Is it? Isn't I don't remember. I, I I can't remember. That it's been a few years since that episode, so... Mm. I don't know. I'd have to double check that. But very, I, I kind of find it very odd. There's one thing to be like, I don't want to be my father, but to be like, oh, my real father is this other guy is kind of definitely strange this guy's a wrestling like people love this guy so i think they might be getting a bit of like ahead of the curve though because i think like i can see this being a guy that people just boo right like if they debuted him as a baby face doing the brian pillman stuff because he wasn't overly impressive in AEW. no right and he does need to learn quite a bit so i think debuting him as a heel allowing people to boo him i think will help him and i do think he sounded good Rather yeah. than just being, I mean, these are pre-taped, off. but yeah, we'll see. I, I think the wrestling could improve too. So it's been a while since we got to see him in the ring. So uh, has anyone checked on Griff Garrison though? Uh, he got murdered by Wardlow. Oh you? right, yeah. Uh, so has anyone checked on him? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, get our official song for Halloween Havoc. Nice. It's now is this Vampire with a Y by New Year's Day or? New Year's Day by Vampire with a Y. Oh, I mean, it would make sense that Vampire is the name of the band because they spelt it differently. But then why would a New Year's song be the theme for Halloween Havoc? But who am I to? Vampire is the song. New Year's Day is okay. the band. I guess makes more sense. Yeah. So Vampire, Halloween Havoc. And they'll be performing live. They're going to be performing live. Yeah, I love how they go, hey, here's this song. Thanks to this band. And guys, guess what? Says Vic Joseph. They're going to perform it live. What? Oh, my God. Stop the press. And then Booker just turns to Vic and goes, boo. 
And Vic doesn't jump at two and no just, cells. just looks at him. And, and then Book, Book is, is like, ah, I got you. Uh, and all the best to Vic Joseph, who uh, I believe it was dad's funeral yesterday. Yeah. And back to work right away. Like, can't Yeah, what a professional here yeah. doing that. But all the all the best to, to Vic. We, we've grown to really love Vic. <laughs> Vic and Book, uh, what a team. What a team. Honestly, love. They they bring me such entertainment to yeah. uh, Tuesday. So I'm, I was happy Vic was still here. Bless Blake. Bless Vic Joseph, honestly. Vic, bless this man. Carmelo Hayes then comes out and uh, he says, "It's so good to be mellow." Am I right? I do like that catch. That's he's already he's really good at catchphrases. But the dude, people nickname him, call him mellow, and he's like, uh, "It's good to be mellow." And like that's right away. It's put that on a shirt. Yeah. He says, "Last week I stood in this ring with the greatest of all time, John Cena, and then I stood and posed." With The Undertaker, and he was just really fanboying here. And Baron Corbin comes out and says right that. He says, Mello, I thought you were better than that. I thought you were better than just being a fanboy. And I saw you, you sat in Sean's office with Cena for a good hour after. You got an autograph from Cody Rhodes. You stood with The Undertaker and posted that picture everywhere. But maybe if you weren't busy being a fan, you would still have that championship. This is when DiJack comes out. And says, I'm sick of the both of you. You should be focusing on me. Because I'm going to beat you both tonight in that number one contenders match. And then take that NXT championship off of Ilya Dragunov. And uh, he says, Corbin is right. He says, Mello, you're showboating when you should be looking at me in the eyes. Corbin says, no one's looking at you in the eyes. You wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> Huge pop here. And uh, shout out to our fellow sunglasses inside game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's then this crowd are now chanting Carmelo Hayes, Carmelo Hayes to the John Cena theme. Yeah, he had a huge smile on his yeah. face when they were doing it. And uh, he says, uh, Melo says, look, Dijak, uh, your name ain't on a jersey in the rafters yet, but I can put you up there pretty soon. Uh, and this is when Dragonoff comes on the screen and says, you shouldn't be talking and you should be focusing on the next battle that awaits you. And that's night two of Halloween Havoc facing me. And he says, last week was historical. But before Cody left, he made one last decision. And tonight's main event will not be a triple threat. It will be a fatal four-way. And the last man will be this man. And Trick Williams comes out. Whoop that trick. Mello looks shook. He he does the classic like glasses down like Jurassic Park like sunglasses down like oh my god what as uh, the crowd are going nuts singing whoop that trick as Booker T is ecstatic what what yeah yeah he's just going in on I love him being the hype man for Trick Williams it's so good but yeah uh, mellow not so mellow mm. here so Trick says this match just became a fatal four way fellas let's talk about it. Uh, Dijak says, yeah, let's talk about how you just stabbed your friend in the back. And Trick says, yeah, well, let's talk about your crooked ass finger pointing at me. <laughs> and Corbin says, well, let's talk about those crook, ugly ass pants you're wearing. Trick says, look, you ain't got any right to be calling anything ugly. Uh, pretty funny. Um, Trick says, Mello, look, this doesn't change anything. And Corbin's like, yeah, but look at him. He shook. And, uh, last week you were being a fan. And Trick went into business for himself and he did this all behind your back and didn't even tell you about it. 
And Mello is shaking them off. He's like, nah, I ain't going to let you get inside my head. I know who I am and I know who he is. And I know what it takes to get that NXT championship. And I will put anyone down to get that championship. As he's kind of looking slightly at Trick. And Dijak's like, yeah, what about him? And Trick and Mello kind of stare at each other. And then the heels beat them up. And it's a big pull apart. Yeah, the two heels get like, they kind of run off afterwards and it leaves Trick and Mello alone in the ring. And it's Trick kind of looking at them. And there's a little moment, very, very Kenny Omega, Hangman, uh, Young Bucks scenario here where you see Mello's like taking his jacket off and looking at Trick almost like he's going to cock back and, you know, hit him or something. And then when Trick turns around, he's like, ah, good job. We got rid of those guys. And then kind of like, oh, so you're in this match, huh? Very the little things here, but I thought the the acting from from both Mello and Trick here were, was very good. I think they're doing this slow burn, like yeah. jealousy angle, really nicely between the two of them. Oh yeah, uh, they they have my they have my interest really like involved in this in this story, and like Trick Williams has to be the most improved this year. He's just so good, and the character of of these two now, like Trick Mello gang is 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 in shambles right now. Yeah. We're all as fans. We're like, wait a second, hold on. We can't. You can't turn on him yet. I, I like Dijak as a wrestler, but I, I still just don't like this character. I, th- I thought all of them like sounded like real people here, and Corbin like really trying to get under their skin. Yeah, and then this just cartoon characters in the ring, this cartoon justice man. Yeah, uh, I just I didn't think he sounded. He's like RoboCop or something. Yeah, it just seems out of place when I think what you're telling is more of a kind of real story here. He's NXT Kane for the past little while. He's just like this, like, he's the big guy, chokeslams people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We see the uh, women's locker room uh, with Fallon Henley talking to them. Back Uh, in my day. (laughs) Yeah, this is all the women's breakout tournament. And she's saying, I know you're all going to go on to stardom. She says, I didn't win last year, but I was in it. And I soon won gold after that. And then Tiffany Stratton walks in, calls her Fallon Huntley. She's like, it's Henley. And she's like, oh, yeah, I beat you last year. (laughs) (laughs) And Fallon says, look, she's the perfect example of what these women shouldn't become. And Tiffany's like, what? Like a main eventer, an NXT women's champion? What are you talking about? And they went, no, they should strive to be a horse girl like you, a poor like you. Um, Like Tiffany had a point here. Like, Let's try and like, sorry, I've held the NXT Women's Championship and I main evented. Yeah, yeah. And I feel for Fallon. Fallon's good. I like but, Fallon But it's a definitely lot. like, it, it, being put in this promo doesn't necessarily make sense. You're like, what have you really done to, but yeah. So I assume those two are going to have a match in the next few weeks. Yeah. I mean, what's Tiff doing around here if we're not going back to her getting the title back? I, I'd say move It needs up. to transition to... Lyra. I mean, I don't think it's going to Lyra after the end of this show. I think it's going to someone else, but Mm. it's neither of these people. So it does make me go, Tiff, now's your time to move up because you could easily be putting on some great matches with some of the main roster people and and be champion pretty quick. But yeah, um, I guess we're going to this next week or the week after. I mean, I I think we're maybe the week after. We've got pretty much most of next week's show announced, I think. Yeah. Uh, We go to our. uh, Women's breakout tournament first round match. Carmen Petrovic from Canada, from Toronto. A, a Toronto kid here. Yeah. Wow. Sick. With a sword. 
I mean, look, this you do is see two people two. walking around with swords and queens. Yeah, yeah. You ever go on the TTC? Yeah. People walk around with samurai swords in the city all the time. Yeah, look, this this girl's from from Toronto, and she comes out with a samurai sword. I mean, two for two. We're already big fans of uh, Petrovic. Pet, yeah, I think she said Petrovic. Okay. With it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then going up against newcomer Jada Parker. Yeah, and we again we're not familiar with these these two, but they do have little like insert promo. And I thought Jada Jada had some attitude. It sounded pretty good. Yeah, Carmen, like they both have these insert promos. Carmen's saying, "I'm bringing my grade three black belt. She has 23 years of combat experience, and you may not know who I am now, but you will." And Jada kind of a bit more flashy with her promo says my agility is so slick it glides my athleticism so smooth it slides um and bars. some other stuff yeah some real bars <laughs> sounds like Drake's kid rapping right <laughs> <laughs> no I actually thought she sounded I, I thought she I, it had my attention like oh uh but yeah uh we go into the match uh Carmen's hitting a few of these like leg sweeps and then a big flying elbow uh there's a Spinning arm drag and knee strike from Carmen. Uh, Jada comes back, kind of wrenching the arm with these shoulder blocks and working on the arm of Petrovic. And then uh, Parker gets Carmen in the corner across the ropes, like the, you know, the draping thing, and jumps up just sitting on her. Um, There's another leg sweep from Petrovic, followed by a discus lariat. And then she does this forward roll into this, like, kick in the corner, she does like these kicks and then wraps the leg around the, the like neck afterwards and then hits another running kick and then almost like the Robinson like special Robinson thing. special but less rotations yeah. didn't look quite as impactful and then locks in uh Carmella's move the code of silence yes the, the like what figure four around the neck yeah, you're like grabbing your own leg and bending it backwards while you're like choking. I think it's a pretty impressive move. Mm. You kind of see this in, I see it in like World Star fight videos where people are choking people out with this, almost this kind of way, but uh, pretty cool, especially for her with like the long legs and the kicking and stuff like that. It, I could see that being a finisher, but yeah, uh, for, for a breakout tournament match, NXT and the whole level up show, which I, I don't really watch, like it's, a lot of people on these shows can be like thrown in the deep end here of like, here's your first match or here's your second match, like live in front of a crowd and stuff. But, but I didn't necessarily think that, that of this, like they were moving really fast, which that's a definite, a critique I have of like a lot of wrestling coming out of the PC, specifically women's wrestling coming out of WWE is like, they, they move in slow motion. I didn't think this at all with these two. So Already kind of having my my attention of like, okay, let's see where both of you can go. I guess that's coming from Petrovic here, like with the, the whole kicks and running around and stuff. Mm. But I, I, I'd like to see where both of these these two go. And that's a first impression. And I thought both of them left a pretty good first impression. So Yeah, I, I kind of – I thought of it as a bit of a negative with it being fast. It felt like they were getting ahead of themselves a little bit. Sure. Like nerves, whatever it is, like it – it kind of felt some things didn't look as as like clean as it could have been or not quite sure what they're going for. Cause yeah. I know I just felt they were sort of rushing through the match a bit, uh, whereas maybe taking a little bit more time would have helped. But yeah, both pretty green here, but showing glimmers of stuff they could do. And we've seen like this PC seems to work because we've seen the likes of Tiffany Stratton and how oh, yeah, yeah. quickly they've improved um, that 
yeah, I can see something in both these both these women. Yeah, yeah, they both like both young, both attractive. One's got a sword. One's got a like a bit of a promo on her. Like again, kind of something you two two different wrestlers you could see down the line. So uh, Carmen Petrovich will be facing Lola Vice next week. So kind of the two combat dream match stars. Yeah, this pretty smart. Each other, pretty yeah. smart booking. I know. Like I've been pretty high on Lola Vice and her whole. MMA background and what now she's going up against a black belt karate expert mm-hmm. who again comes out with a sword. So really, this is already built up for for a bit of a, a, a match, and I'm sure they're going to be kicking the shit out of each other. So I'm I'm pretty hyped for it. Natalia shows up, of course. I'm even more hyped now, <laughs> and says that she's going to be there for Tegan Knox tonight. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah, Natalia, kind of her story on on Raw was she beat. Tegan to the kind of to the punch with the match against Becky. Right. And then she said she was doing it to motivate Tegan and get something out of her. Um, I feel this is just building up to another Natalia Hill turn who at this stage, I feel turns as much as the big show did back in the day. What's going on with uh, that clip where it looked like some kid accidentally grabbed her boob. Everyone's always grabbing her. I boob. swear that's the second time that's happened yeah. to her on TV. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Just kids coughing a feel out there. It's the face on the, the one from years ago, though. The kid. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell they're both accidents, yeah, I, I imagine. But yeah, the one where like, this kid's smiling, like, yo, just, just just grabbing a titties. Good stuff. So you got Tegan Knox taking on Lyra Valkyria with Natalia in the corner of Tegan. Uh, there's some nice mat wrestling to start with these two. Uh very evenly matched, nice back and forth. Like, both of these are pretty slick when it comes to the wrestling. Yeah, uh, Tegan, you know, we watched a lot of and so many stop starts, but I, I'm, I'm, like, still interested. Like, I need to see what you can do, like, yeah. if you are up there on the level of some others and really not never given that opportunity. There's a nice Northern Lights suplex from Lyra and then starts to live the kicks to the chest. Uh, and then Tegan, it looks like she legit might have got rocked because she kind of fell down early and then just got kicked in the head by Lyra but uh, they seem to move on okay from it Uh, Natalia is just playing cheerleader on the outside for Knox Um, Lyra goes for this running crossbody and Tegan catches her from out of nowhere with this fall away slam into a bridge which looked really nice I thought yeah very like hangman or very Ilya Dragunov actually snappy with it as well Uh, Tegan then hits the molly go round for a two count. Love a good Molly go around. Sends Lyra to the outside and hits a flipping scent onto the outside and only a two count. And this is when Chelsea Green and Piper Niven show up. And this all kind of causes a bit of a distraction. Uh, there's a roll up from Tegan for a two count. And then Lyra comes back and hits the roundhouse kick to the head. The, the falcon kick, I think. We're, we're calling it. it the falcon kick and no one's told us don't. Yeah. So, And uh, Lyra picks up the win. Yeah, I think that's the right move. I think it's they needed a way out of Tegan not fully. Like I imagine it's Tegan who should turn heel almost like. Well, I imagine we'll I think we're setting up Tegan and Natalia to take on yeah. Chelsea and Piper and then Oh, okay. Is that what's And then I'd feel you think it's Tegan turns on I mean not anymore. Nancy. I don't I haven't been watching uh what's been going on with the women's tag titles. I genuinely... Not like you, you saw most of it. I'm here. pretty sure if you, like, gun to my head, I would, would have to consider, are they still active titles yeah. right now? And I learned today that they are. So I actually really love Chelsea Green. She's so, hilarious. Uh, yeah, like, and the crowd, we're losing it for Chelsea Green mm-hmm. here. So, like, I don't... I know she's a tag champion right now, but 
maybe move her to something a bit better. Like she's another one. The injuries have like stopped, start so bad, but she's been making me laugh since the wedding dress stuff and impact. And like, I genuinely, if she's never going to like, if she, if she weren't to be wrestling, I say she could easily be managing someone as well. I, well, or I was thinking like, but, like as a GM, like the story she has with Adam yeah. Pierce, if eventually she gets Adam Pierce fired and takes his job, yeah. I think she'd be a hilarious take on but, like the heel general manager sort of thing. Yeah, so it was, it was a cool little like, oh, Chelsea Green, like I should, ch- I forget she's back in WWE and doing stuff in mm. main roster, but we recently did a review of the original All In and like watching back her match, that four-way match with the women's, she was, that was awesome and yeah. improving like, whoa, she, she's a pretty good wrestler, so... As much as I think her character finally getting over with the crowd and people reacting and genuinely making people laugh, it's is great. But I, I would like to see what she can do with the wrestling. But maybe they'll they'll be back here on NXT. Yeah, we we used to have the tag the women's tag titles on this show, not anymore. Well, the the witches cursed it when they lost it. They did. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened? To, are they still wrestling? What's going on with the witches? They they were kind right. of weird. The witches should be we'll champions. See, we'll see more of them again now. Oh, yeah, now's the time. Spooky. Yeah. Raw this week, I believe, had every single women's member of the roster on, of the Raw roster on TV at some okay. point. Which yeah. Yeah, get the witches. Coming. Um, yeah, I thought the match was a mix. Like, both... Uh, I'm really high up on Lyra. Yeah. Uh, I thought some bits of this match were a little clunky at times. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely... Lyra obviously had to win, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to a match with Becky. So I that's next she, week. That's next week, yeah. yeah. Um, Lyra then gets the mic and says no one is taking away her championship match at Halloween Havoc not Tegan not Indy not anyone and every drop of sweat has led me to this moment Becky and when you came to my school you lit a fire under me and all these years I've worked on being the first Irish NXT women's champion and you took that away from me but I've learnt if someone closes a door in your face you kick down another and you may have beaten me to the NXT championship but I will beat you for it. And then Becky Lynch appears on the screen and says uh, that I've been watching you and you've been building momentum. I've actually been watching you a long time. When I came back here to NXT, you were the first person I wanted to face. And not because being two Irish women going for the title would be cool, but because you're good. You're really good, but I'm better. And every time I leave my house, I have to make my daughter proud and I will do anything to win. So you have to wrestle me like you despise me. Leave being the the fangirl at home. Bring your absolute best to be ready for the big time. Big time Bex. Big time Bex. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this match. I think the wrestling will be awesome. And I know Lyra has got to, a lot to prove and will bring out the best shit that she can in this match. I think Lyra's found her voice a bit more in this since this feud Yeah, as well. since dropping the bird stuff. Yeah. She's instantly become more serious. And that's definitely what we were saying when we're like, oh, this, this one can really wrestle, but the gimmick is silly. And now mm. it's definitely toned it down, so... Like, don't, not using it as a crutch and becoming, like, an actual normal person is yeah. way more interesting, so. We see Mello and Trick backstage, and uh, Mello's like, yo, Trick, you blindsided me out there. We talked last week, and we said, we'll get your North American Championship back, and I'll get my NXT Championship back. And Trick says, I didn't say that. You said that. And Cena might have been speaking to you last week, but he also said, spoke to me. And he said, timing is everything. And I had a taste of gold, and I liked it. And uh, 
And where were you last week? Mello says, you didn't have to blindside me. You could have told me then. And says, look, I just got to do what I got to do. Uh, but it's still that same trip, Mellow trip Gang Mello energy, gang. dog. And <laughs> whatever happens, we always will be that. And they shake hands, but Mellow's kind of looking he, not he quite lo- Yeah, sure. Trick walks off and Mellow kind of looks at him with a little bit of a look. Mm. Interesting. We see Gigi Dolan, who says, Halloween is my favorite time of year. And Halloween Havoc is my favorite event of the year. And in the spirit of tradition... Uh, I don't think Shotzi and Scarlet would mind if I up the stakes. Shotzi and Scarlet being the hosts. The hosts. I thought she said Charlotte, and I was like, "What the fuck, Charlotte going to do with this?" Ah, uh, something else she's put herself yeah. in. <laughs> I'm the host, and I'm the now. host. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. She's got a title match with EO on Friday. It's yeah, <laughs> number sixteen is that? Yeah, they'll do it on a SmackDown Round in Smackdown. Tacoma, wherever the yep. fuck. No. <laughs> um, so she. Pulls out the spin the wheel, make a wheel. <laughs> spin a wheel and make a wheel. Yeah. So she <laughs> spins the wheel and it lands on a lights out match. And Gigi finishes by saying lights out, bitch. Nice. So we did see them fight in the dark a few times, didn't we? They kept turning the lights off and uh, beating each other up. Yeah. We have uh. lights out in NXT means something different to AEW. Yeah. AEW is like thumbtacks. It's an unsanctioned match. Yeah. Here they did it, what, Tiffany and Wendy Chu? And it was actually pretty fun. Right, okay. They did the dark lighting, and remember, they fought all backstage and all that. All right, you guys are going to fight, but this time the lights are going to be out. Yeah. Uh, I'd love one day these... Sounds dangerous. This wheel, like, please land on the... You've, you've got, like, you look at the thing. There's coal miner's glove. Yeah. There's boiler room brawl. There's buried alive. Yeah. And it's always like, and it's a no DQ match. Trick or treat street fight. Yeah. yeah. Trick or street fight. Yeah. Uh, let's get the coal miner's glove back again. Absolutely. Let's get the the buried alive match. Like, yeah. Joe Gacy put his, put his NXT match. gimmick. Yeah. You know, let, let's up things here. We get an update on Von Wagner. Okay, yeah, this gets real serious now. It says earlier this week, and we see Von is in recovery. We're at the Tri P O T. What is this? Some some rehab center. Rob, if you're yeah, listening, where yeah, is this? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our listener down there who we finds need it for our NXT Monopoly board. All the locations. Where is the filming. rehab center? Yeah. So. Robert Stone is looking at him very, very concerned. We see Vaughn uh, with Robert Stone and like a, a doctor, a, a, a physicist. So it's physi- no wait, it's like, it's like, like a, um, physio. Yeah, physio. That's what I meant. So he's uh, Vaughn is trying to like get his grip back and his strength. So he's like bending these, like trying to bend these rubber like yeah. things and stretching rubber bands. But he's got like a, a cast on his head. Like yeah. his head's wrapped up. His head's fucked. And <laughs> He's trying. Well, we already knew that. He's trying to pull the the bands, and he's like, "I can't do it." And Stone looks at him and says, "Yes, you can." Von's we hear like, slow motion. There's soft piano. It's very emotional. And Von's getting worked up, and he says, "I can't even pull a band." And his doc is like, "It'll take time. All you got to do is focus." And Von looks at Stone, and he says, "Stone, you risked your safety at no mercy. Breaker could have hurt you way more than he hurt me." And Stone's like. I just hate seeing you like this, man. (laughs) And I started it, but I know when you are 100% healthy, Von, you will finish it. Von says, hand me the damn band. (laughs) 
Yeah, very, very serious, very emotional. But did it, did it bend? Will it bend? Did it work? Will he be back? Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a like serious. I kind of appreciate like the length they've gone with this one. It's been quite a while since slow burn. And actually, like this is more than just Roddy in a neck brace, you know, being wheeled out. Yeah. Like this is we're seeing him like trying to. Like, seriously. Braun really hurt this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Braun murdered this guy. He's got his damaged, taped-up head. He's wearing his nighty gown here at the hospital trying to bend these bands. I just find Stone hilarious. And I know it's deliberate, but how he's trying to be all, like, serious and emotional. But he's just posing like he's yeah, in a, a yeah. male model magazine. Like, like a new suit or a new aftershave Like, bro thinks something. he's a Kardashian yeah. or something. Yeah, all the time. He's always dressed to the nines and, like, yeah. But this was... I don't think it was, this was meant to make me laugh, but it definitely did. And But, like, I'm, I'm praising it because it's, like, a, it's the weirdest episode of General Hospital you've ever seen. The thing is, I think they're building this in such a way where when Vaughn finally returns and puts yeah. Ron through a table, yeah. it's going to get a great reaction. I hope so. I, I think we need, like, definite repackage of Vaughn here. Like, in a few weeks, we'll see that he's even walking again. He's got, I don't know, he's, he's, he's putting people through tables again. It's going to be a while. He should have the... Uh, remember when... Uh, Ron Simmons, Farouk, just wore that random helmet for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he should wear... He should have the... <laughs> he should, he's like the wrestling guard wear... Like the, the Kurt Angle, yeah. you know, classic wrestling headgear is something he could wear. You know, something like that. I mean, the headbutt is the easy thing to go to. The titanium headbutt. Uh, oh, yeah. Is something, you know, I would go with. But, yeah, I hope we see more of Von Wagner with bending the bands. Bands mm. that make her dance here. We'll with see, Von. like, next week... Like a video of him stretching it until it rips. Did you ever have a stretch Armstrong? Uh, I never had one, but like there's similar like rip off ones, like of like you know a Spider Man one or right. Ninja Turtles one. But I feel like that was like a generation before us. No stretch Armstrong. Did that you was ha- kind of my generation. Like yeah. the stretchy toys were yeah, such yeah. a big thing. But no. yeah, this is what Vaughn needs here because he's uh, he's not really pulling those bands too well. Uh, we go to our next match: Kiana James taking on Shotzi. Uh, this kind of got set up last week, didn't it? With reasons I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think Hobbs was being up Jericho at the time or something. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Everyone flipped over to watch Jericho and Hobbs <laughs> instead of Shotzi and Kiana setting up this match. It's also it should be noted that Kiana James' entrance, like her Titantron, is like a helicopter landing, and you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" I'm like, "It's Kiana James." And you're like, "Since when is this her Titantron?" I'm like, "I think for a while." <laughs> it's not Charlotte. It's Kiana James. So both slap each other to like start the match off. Uh, Kiana goes for a roundhouse, but Shotzi ducks, and then Kiana sends Shotzi to the outside and says, "No one embarrasses me." After the break, Shotzi hits a DDT through the ropes to the apron. Deadly. And then like a low pay uh, crossbody suicida to the outside, which actually looked pretty good. Never forget Shotzi's tope into the chairs. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the time I like my heart's in my mouth when Shotzi's going for it's a like, suicide ah! dive because yeah, it's very yeah. literesque <laughs> and just you think she's going to die. But this one looked pretty nice here. Uh, this is when Roxanne Perez comes out in a... Beetlejuice pants. Yeah, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And gets uh, Kiana's bag and pulls the brick out. 
Yeah, so Kiana's been using this like loaded, loaded purse, and she went. She she was fed up of getting one upped by Shotzi here, so goes to get it. And this is when Roxy's like, no, 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 no. So Roxy's pulled the brick out the bag, and then the ref's kind of distracted. So Shotzi does the the Eddie spot with the bag, where she like fakes a bump and throws the bag to Kiana. So now the ref is pulling the bag off of Kiana James, and then uh, this was a little clunky here. She runs in the corner for a shoulder tackle yeah like a spear in the corner like and shots had been gone like hours ago <laughs> oh yeah yeah um this was bad and then that sends kiana to the map and Shotzi hits her top rope sent on for the win yeah this wasn't too too great i'm imagining it's setting up roxy versus kiana down the line and kind of the the next step of the evolution of roxy i think as we see it later it's like roxy's grown up a bit more since a f- having a few different feuds and kind of being in the corner of Shotzi. I love Shotzi's look of whatever, like the Hellraiser, yeah. snakeskin, Doja Cat type thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with it, but I, I genuinely love it. But the wrestling in this match was uh, not the greatest. Yeah, I, I didn't think much of the wrestling in this. Um, and the Eddie spot is so overdone now at this point. But like a brick? This You've been hitting people with a brick this whole time? What is this, Home Alone? She had a paint can in there for a bit. <laughs> yeah, like, what are we doing I'm here? like, brain, it's October. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh we go backstage and we see lash legend and oro mensa and they're on the phone uh jakara jackson it was announced earlier this week that uh due to injury she has to pull out of the women's breakout tournament yeah pretty sad for jakara but they that was announced and then here they're kind of She's not there, but... So uh, Lash and Oro are on the phone to Noam, who says he's at the hospital, and we hear Noam Dar going, No, Jackie, no, don't go to the light. Come back, come back. (laughs) And then he goes, they're going to have to take the arm off. And they're like, what? And Mackenzie said, wait, they said the injury wasn't that bad. And you hear Noam go, oh, big brain Mackenzie. Yeah, you figured it out with (laughs) lying. And this is when Akira Tozawa shows up, and says he's looking for Noam. <laughs> Tozawa just keeps on showing up backstage. Did you see him? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best What's is, going on with the Tozawa? The best is with, with the music to swerve. Why not drive? <laughs> <laughs> with the Kira Tozawa doing that. <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm really confused here. Has Noam Dar been showing up on Raw too? No. So why is Tozawa upset? Is it the, the cup? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he didn't win a single match in that Not tournament. Not one. He let Japan down so Big bad. Time. What Big the time. hell? I don't understand why he's here, but I, I you know, I like Tozawa. Everything's better with Tozawa, <laughs> but like, a little weird. Well, uh, while this, while all this is happening, and we're trying to realize, wait, why is Tozawa here? Mackenzie's like, "Fuck this! Let's <laughs> go backstage. Something better yeah. and something crazier is happening." And we learned that Trick Williams has been taken out. Oh, ah. classic Attitude Era type storyline here. Okay, so Trick was added to the match. Yeah. And now he's been attacked and been taken back out of the match. So normally, before NXT starts, I write the description and have it ready on the YouTube. All yeah. the matches I know so far. And as the show goes on, I add the other matches that are yeah. happening. This was pissing me off. Because I'm like, I've got it already, the three-way. Oh, got to go in and add Trick Williams. Trying to find an image of all four of them to use as the, ma- as the, yeah, the graphic for the card. For and then he gets taken out. So I'm like, fuck. Delete. Got to take it all out again. <laughs> Put the old picture back. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, so Trick has now been attacked and they're kind of looking at him. Now, was this the parking lot or was this backstage somewhere? I thought it was backstage. Uh, yeah, later they said parking lot, which yeah. is dangerous. But so uh, Trick has been injured and this obviously leads to speculation here of who the uh, attacker, who the assailant is. So we see, uh, I think it's Kelly Kincaid said that he's actually gone to hospital. And will oh be my goodness. Um, we, I mean... We assume it's got to be mellow. It's right? got to be mellow. He was the one who was shook. He had the segment. With I don't him think after. there's any need to swerve with it being anyone else here. Like, yeah, unless it's like, oh, I did it, so that you think it was him or something. Mm. But it's very Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Like, oh, uh, no, I wonder who attacked you. Mm. And then, like, what Trick's going to show up next week? Or will it be Enzo and Cass and Trick fake attacked himself? Right. Do you oh, remember that? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, god. Yeah, so are we going to see, like, but I have the security footage, and then they play it back, and it's mellow, like, you know, hitting him from behind and running away, yeah. or, or something like that? Uh, I think, and I, th- I think how we started this show with mellow being such a fanboy, yeah. I was like, mellow, you've lost all your cool here. Right. Like, seeing him, like, I mean, his height doesn't help when he stood next to Undertaker. You and know, die-jack. like and those kind of th- no, but I mean those things last week. He did kind of look a bit like a fan. Like it was a cool moment, right? But it's time to turn this guy heel again because he's so much cooler that way. And I, I think while everyone is so hot on trick, this is the time to do it. Absolutely. Here at uh, up next on NXT, we love a good who done it. Never forget who shot Alistair Black. And I think that we've got our new one for the time being. I don't think this will go on as long as that storyline, but. I do think it should be mellow. It should be revealed. Hell, he should just reveal, uh, like, yeah, it was it was me, or I didn't want you in that match. It can be the end of... Yeah, the story. It could be the end of the Halloween Havoc match. Something like that. No trick can cost mellow. Yeah, possibly. There's there's a few ways around it, but I do love a good whodunit, a whodunit story. And, like, I do think going into, like... NXT never has never done that, like... In the case of who attacked Hideo Itami, we're still wondering. We'll never know. I, I love all the conspiracy theories. It seemed like it was Kevin Owens. Such a shame. But, like, did they not have footage? They didn't have cameras? Not then. They installed it after that. Like, when when Legato, LWO, were kidnapping people, they didn't have cameras? cameras? Well, I mean, they, they did. did. They masks, <laughs> didn't they? So we, we need... need- Nikki Ash on the case again. Yeah, Nikki Cross, where are you? So where where is this going to go? Let us know your hottest takes because I, I I think it makes sense for the long – wherever it goes to be mellow finally being like, I did this for you. Or is this all a trick and that tr- trick comes up back to help mellow win the title? I don't know. There's a few different ways you could you could spin this, but it, it does have my attention. So I, I, I'm really into the storyline. I'm really into trick yeah. right now. So Absolutely. loving this. Uh, we go backstage uh, to the kitchen, the NXT kitchen, uh, where Dominic Mysterio is hanging out with Mackenzie. And Dom says that he has no idea who Nathan Fraser is. When, that, this kid, Nathan Fraser, yeah. is probably younger than him. But When uh, Fraser just walks right up to him, smacks him, and we get this big pull apart, brawling all through the PC. Uh, and it takes us into the ring where uh, Fraser goes for his Phoenix Splash, but Rhea comes and pulls Dom away for the save. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much on NXT every week now, the Judgment Day. And I do think it's helping Dom. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I imagine we're going to Nathan Frazier Dom at one of these Halloween Havocs. For the, yeah. Yeah, for the NA title. So that, that also could be pretty good. But Dom definitely is improving while being down here in NXT and should stay down here for a little while. So we see Shotzi with Roxanne. And Shotzi says, this isn't the same Roxanne I teamed with on SmackDown against the damage control. I'm like, when? <laughs> Sorry, that happened when? Uh, and she goes, this Roxanne is ballsy. And Roxanne says, yeah, like I found this new side of me and I'm just fed up with Kiana. So you know what? I'm going to spin the fucking wheel. Whoa. So she spins the wheel and it's going to be a devil's playground match. Isn't that a hell in the cell? True. The devil's playground. Hell yeah. in the cell. So what the hell's a devil's playground match? I'm guessing a street fight. <laughs> Pitch- Kendo sticks. Pitchforks? There'll be fire. There'll be a pumpkin involved. And I'm thinking, little Nikki. What happens with the devil's playground? What? Mm. What? Is it, pineapples? <laughs> I want like them wrestle in a spooky <laughs> playground. You know the slides, the swings. There's something spooky about a swing. Like, yeah, but it's the devil's playground. Yeah. So what would the devil like? His his slides would be like cheese grater slides. Oh. Like, his. Well, like razor blades on the slides. Yeah, some sicko type devil type shit or like devil's playground you show up and it's like the devil devil came down to georgia and it's like they fiddle off or something i think we're overthinking this yeah it's just a street fight it's gonna be street fight (laughs) these kendo sticks yeah please nxt next year like have it land on on yeah let's get something spooky like i'd fix it like i don't want that like just yeah sorry i don't like it what no no i'm switching it i don't want that one we're having a barbed wire exploding cage okay well like say you're in in a in a big feud you're gonna fight. You want to challenge me to a match? What kind of spooky Halloween Havoc match would you come up I'm with? Challenging you to a match? No, just like I don't know, like a climb the fence match, <laughs> a cage match. Yeah. <laughs> like what would be a Halloween? Like a tricker? They do the tricker street fight, mm-hmm. but like what other like Halloween or scary? They they've kind of like went to the well in the world of wrestling. Like we're gonna be looking back at uh, an old Halloween Havoc next week from 1998 but like think back to like the years prior like the electric cages and the 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 te- the, the the 10 count death match right the texas death, texas match, death match the the spin the wheel ones obviously but like there hasn't they haven't really nailed it to be honest <laughs> when it comes to scary halloween scary havoc matches stuff. so yeah so i don't like what else do you like bobbing for apples like honestly the lights out one will probably be a bit more fun because you t- can do spooky lighting stuff yeah for the match. like think of like when all when they'd always do segments like on smackdown for like that the backstage halloween parties mm. have a match where it's there it's at this pumpkin thing. carving match okay well then there's like knives involved Apple bobbin, drowning. <laughs> like if moxley was doing it yeah, yeah. they use the carving like cut yeah. people open and stuff but yeah like they really, I, maybe it's just because they can't, there really isn't anything else that you can do. Because, like, all the power to them, they did try the, the like, spooky cinematches, remember? Like, the haunted houses, Cameron Grimes. Randy, Randy and Bray had one, didn't they? But I'm thinking even NXT, NXT, remember? Oh, like, yeah. the, the scary oh, they stuff. they weren't good, though. Were yeah, they? they weren't that good. Toxic like, Traction did one last year, yeah, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see Ariana Grace in the ring in her kind of what like miss universe outfit prom queen this is very funny yeah so uh her she's got like the whole ripoff music and she's doing like the wave, the wave. she's miss universe miss america she's, there she is she says it's always devastating to see someone get injured and my heart goes out to jakara jackson 
I know what it's like to be sidelined by an injury. An injury far worse, because I suffered an injury far worse than Jakara. And I came back better than ever. And I hope she does too. And it pains me to say that I gracefully accept my bye to the semi-final <laughs> of the Women's Breakout Tournament. When some music hits and out comes Brinley Reese. Who? I've never heard of this name before. Is Brinley, Brinley a name? Do you know any Brinleys? Uh, I actually genuinely do not know anyone named Brinley. Brinley. Sorry, no. So, this is the first time hearing that name. Is there anyone else named Brinley? Brinley. Like someone famous? Brinley Newton-John? Olivia Newton-John's father? Okay. He's a professor. Thanks, Google. <laughs> That's probably the most famous Brinley you got. Named after Olivia Newton-John's dad. Brinley Reese comes to the ring. Um, I feel like a real asshole if this is this person's real name, but like I, I genuinely, I genuinely never heard the name Brinley before. Yeah. Like my name's Brayden, and I get shit for that. But like <laughs> Brinley, like that's definitely pushing. I, I do like Ariana Grace. I think I think she sounds pretty oh yeah, and she's like got this gimmick. I mean, I, I still can't get over it. Santina gimmick yeah miss universe but like it's his daughter now yeah. and i think she's hilarious she's definitely yeah, she's got pretty funny got, picked up some chops since since coming back actually i think she's improved mm. uh very very funny and i follow stacks and her on social media and it seems those two have uh, become a little bit of an item and oh. they're they're pretty funny on social media as well so i i yeah this this had my this had my chuckle and i i I think she could go far with this character and, and some of the, mm. the funny stuff. Like I said, like a Chelsea Green type thing. Yeah, uh, Brinley has an insert promo. She says that she wants uh, to show everyone that she's ready. And last week she was watching the tournament, hoping to be in it. And she says she's Brin fit and Brin ready or, or something like that. She had a lot of Brin No, puns. she didn't. I, th- I think she said Brin fit. Google says the, just the, the baby name meaning of Brinley. Brinley means burnt meadow. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, i'm sure she said brin fit here uh she's got a bit of a kind of soul ruka yeah going on. it looks like she borrowed soul's gear yeah here. it's like the similar california vibes type yeah. character beach patrol so brinley's hitting some suplexes she hits this kind of front flip into a clothesline in the corner uh but ariana rakes her eyes and hits this like kind of headlock takeover slam thing uh, to pick up the win here. Yeah, not the coolest looking uh, finish for the match, but I I didn't get too much out of either for the wrestling, but first impression, like Brinley looks pretty generic Mm. for a a coming, like coming up here and having her debut, but I don't want to just like shut her out just yet. And I think maybe, maybe there's still also a backup. Yeah, like, yeah, also that too. So definitely like wouldn't wouldn't rag on this too much, but I'd say the highlight was Grace making me laugh the before the match. I agree. Uh so next week we're getting Kalani Jordan versus Ariana Grace. Yeah, so I'd imagine Kalani beats her and I think Kalani Lola, Lola Vice. Gotta be the final, yeah. yeah. Um we see Mr. Stone backstage when Braun Breaker approaches him and asks how his little buddy Von is doing. Oh. And tells him, well, why don't you run back there and help him put one foot in front of the other? And Stone says, like, you're despicable. You just don't care. You don't care. This guy is, like, fighting for his life. And my kids are asking me every day if, if Uncle Von will be okay. And i got to tell them, I, I don't know. And I just can't take that vision of you slamming the steps on his head. Bron goes, yeah, 
or do something about it. Stone, Stone says, you know what? I will. Me and you at Halloween Havoc. What? And Bron just laughs, says, I think that's a great idea. And I'm going to do the same thing I did to Von. So call the hospital. Jeez. Bron's terrifying. I think yeah. he's so good in this role. It's the tan, right? <laughs> it's terrifying. He's just evil. Meaner than evil. Yeah, I liked how... He- yeah, I liked how he was laughing, like laughing as this guy's like, yo, my kids. And then Bron's just like, <laughs> yeah, I did that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. Uh, Bron almost like here is like, yeah, give me a reason to fucking kill you. Yeah. Like, thank you. So we're getting Robbie E. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie E. Was that what he's called? Yeah. Robbie, Robbie Stone back in action, back in the ring. This is pretty crazy. He's not really wrestled in quite a long time. I mean, he's had a few like silly matches like the whole stuff with Shotzi and things like that but no nothing serious and I I doubt this is going to be too serious either I imagine this is getting powerbombed through that table I imagine this is Vaughn's return no Vaughn could barely lift a band and stretch a band you think he's showing up next week he's got a week I don't think I don't think a week is enough for this uh, rehab to be honest (laughs) with you the guy still wrapped his head his head is still like leaking fluid I don't know (laughs) but he did seem motivated by the end motivated and this might be the motivation he needs this is this is all part of Stone's plan he's like yeah I might die next week but it's gonna yeah it'll it'll save Von Von uh, yeah I'm 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 gonna just assume that. Braun destroys him and puts him through a table and then laughs at him and, and that's it. I don't think anything else happens. I mean, he's going to tease the, the stair spot, no? Yeah. Oh, right. That's how and he And it's either Vaughn yeah. comes to save or someone new joins the family. S- joins the stone. <laughs> what is this? Everyone's Don Gallus gone. family? Yeah. Aaliyah's gone. Mercedes is gone. Wow, he lost uh, everyone. Ty Valkyrie's gone. Where's Robbie V? Get Vanessa Bourne's gone. Wow. Who's going to save him? Himself. It's time. Yeah. Step up. Maybe the the, the psychiatrist. Psycho. That's Carmen, I think, and then the, the sword. Oh, is it? Is okay. It I could be yeah, wrong. No, I, could, might be I right could be there. wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Don't I mean, call me on that. A sword would definitely help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a beheading. Yeah. I, I want to see Robbie E. Robbie Robbie Stone try his best next week or yeah. whenever this match happens. So we go to the main event. It's uh, the number one contenders triple threat match for the NXT Championship. Baron Corbin taking on Dijak, taking on Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Corbin and Dijak go for a double chokeslam to Melo, but he fights out. Uh, Dijak then just catches Melo and tosses him like a like a sack of potatoes here. Yeah, pretty cool spots were involves Melo, who's like, smaller than Dijak and Corbin, but Dijak kept nailing Mello with some huge moves. He hits like this huge choke breaker and Mello sold it like, like it was death. And then he just gets tossed around here. Really cool. After the break, Corbin's hitting these running clotheslines in the corner. Dijak suplex tosses Mello into corner, into the corner on Corbin. And then the South of Heaven choke slam, sit out choke slam from Dijak to Corbin. Uh, which Mello breaks up with this flying super kick. Looked yeah. really nice, actually. There's a Tower of Doom spot where Dijak is the one taking the the big bump and his flips inside out. He just loves getting Germaned off the top rope because we've seen that in this Keith Lee uh, trilogy of matches, but this is him taking the brunt of it. Speaking to Keith Lee, did you see his uh, Dijak's Twitter? No. He was like, my kid asked me to bring back a wrestling figure, um, but... Uh, Said, I don't want any more of you. I've got yeah. like two of you. 
So he picked him up a Keith Lee. Right, he right, found, right. And he's like, I'm going to have to reinforce the bathtub. <laughs> Should spray paint the hair gray as well. It's packed. Oh, is it? Now, oh, okay. Give him a little cape. <laughs> uh, Dijak then goes to feast your eyes on Corbin, but it's counted into the end of days and Mello follows up with the nothing but net to Corbin and pins Dijak. One, two, three. Yeah, again, really cool moves between the three of them, like uh, Dijak throwing Mello upside down with that like falcon arrow mm. into the corner, into uh, Corbin. That was cool. I mentioned earlier in the match, it was like the choke breaker on Mello. Later, when he goes for it again, it's countered in midair into a, another choke into a code breaker. Mm. So it's like they... They countered each other's moves, which was pretty good. So Melo Dijak one-on-one, I feel like there is definitely more for a bigger, huge match there. Again, the character of Dijak is so silly, but his wrestling is very impressive. So I can never knock him for that. But yeah, uh, there was some cool stuff. And Corbin was there, you know. Corbin's never going to be my favorite. But you know what? I've enjoyed this NXT run more than I've enjoyed a lot of what he's done sure. on the main roster. I think his I think his promos are relatively good. And I, I think he's... You know, being a bit more interested in, in ring, mixing up with this talent. I find it weird that he went over Braun pretty clean at No Mercy, and then here he is just not, like, being used in the yeah. title picture. So did find that odd, which maybe maybe it was him who attacked Trick, and it was trying to get in the, yeah, the head of maybe. Mello. But. So we got Mello Ilya 3 at Halloween Havoc. I imagine this is going to be more angle-driven than match-driven. I get kind of feel. For that match? With the trick. Yeah, thing. that's what makes yeah. me think. Like, could something happen where there, it was a whole plan? Was it a trick mm. from trick? Was it something, this trick out? Did Mello do it? Like, there's lots of different things that, you know, make you tune in next week because now that match is announced for in two weeks for Halloween Havoc Part 2. That's the big main event there of Mello, Ilya 3. And yeah, I mean, the, the last two matches were awesome. This match will be awesome. But now it has a different element mm. kind of added on top of that. So... We shall see. And it won't be like a, a takeover length. Sorry, don't call them takeover. Yeah. A PLE length match, probably. Sure. I mean, maybe get 20 minutes or something. But yeah, I'm interested in that match. And I'm interested to see where it goes. Because what if it leads to some sort of turn from Mello? A, maybe he wins the title back, getting that edge. Uh, maybe Trick is there to reveal, you took me out and I deserve the shot. Maybe Trick comes out and it, it's all a big part of their plan to get the title back. Who knows? But I'm interested. We see Lyra Valkyria in her locker room watching on and she's sort of nodding like, fuck yeah, that was good. And then she turns around and rips a picture of her and Becky Lynch off her locker. We are to assume what she's been in NXT, what, 18 months that she's had this picture of yeah. her and Becky Lynch. No, she didn't just put it up whole right, time, there, right now. She had it there the whole time. The whole time. She rips it off and she says, in one week, your title's mine. And then the screen. Yeah, she like walks away. Cuts to Jade Cargill, who stood there pointing at her watch. TikTok. Um, which is interesting because they made it seem on Raw yesterday that she is now a Raw superstar. Right, right. Um, like Adam Pierce, she was wearing like this blue fur and Adam Pierce is like, oh, you're going to have to get that in red. And Jade is like, oh, red is my color. And then commentary being like, wow, the Raw women's roster has just got that much better. But still teasing that maybe she's huh. across all three brands. Yeah, I'd say green is her color mm. uh, for two reasons. One, that money oh, bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two, uh, NXT would be a better place for her. Because mm. the wrestling is something yep. felt a little green there. But uh, yeah, very interesting. She did have the 
the stare down with Becky Lynch on Raw, though. Right, yeah. So that's kind of maybe the time. Oh, so she's like, I'm not on Raw. I'm just coming for that NXT women's title from yeah, Becky for maybe. NXT. Or I'm coming for Becky. Yeah, I, I imagine that after Becky defeats Lyra, which I imagine happens, mm. Jade confronts her. I, I like it, though. I like this. Uh, we kind of mentioned it on Poison Rana, having her... You know, in these backstage segments, kind of building up a bit of a mystique around her where if you don't know who she is, if you've never seen her before, you're kind of like, who is this? Who is this? Rather than doing like just have her come out in the middle of the ring and to expect to know who she is. I I don't know. I kind of like how they're doing it and the mystery around while she's training and getting better and they're treating her like it's it's different. Like you would think they just bring her out one week and like. They're definitely doing something a bit different and treating it a, a bit better. So I got to give them props for that. Like already, she's more interesting than like what did she do? Like her streak was cool, but I can't really think of many stories. I like her. I always liked her promos, but her, she got re- really repetitive. It became like, oh, Jade's gonna say cut the shit and say something funny, and, and we then, never got the what was it Bow Wow she was feuding with? Yeah, we never really got the the the, the payoff with Bow Wow. So maybe they can Trina. We had Tr- Trina showed up, but Bow Wow was the one that they were like beefing. And like, right. if Bow Wow were to fight Jade, I swear she would step on him. Oh, 100%. <laughs> He's not Lil Bow Wow anymore, but she would make him look like Lil Bow Wow. Uh, maybe we're seeing Jade next week. I do predict that she comes out to kind of face off with Becky and wants that NXT title. That would be the way to bring her in. I think she should be in NXT. Maybe she does multiple roster jumps. Could and that stuff. be. Something you set up for... Is that too soon? Like, to have her and Becky at Saudi? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's a big Like, a big just put the title on her and have her... I don't know. Maybe NXT. But there's deadline and after about a month... What, December 9th? So, I mean, it's a ways away. But I yeah, I'm just it. wondering if they set that up and Jay yeah. just absolutely squashes her or something yeah. at Saudi for the NXT title. Maybe. But overall, for this week's episode, like there was some good wrestling. I think the main event had some good wrestling in it. There wasn't anything that necessarily super pissed me off or annoyed me. So that's always a plus when I'm watching this show. Um, I am looking forward to some things next week and some things not as much. Like, could not be arsed with the uh, Gigi. Gigi and Blair, yeah. Right, yeah, that stuff. Um, I am interested in seeing Chase U versus... The Italians think that could be pretty yeah. good. Uh, and obviously, Becky and Lyra will be good. And then the week after with Mellow Ilya 3. Like, I think they've got some two weeks of interesting TV coming Halloween up. Havoc's usually pretty fun. and Yeah, we got Scarlet and Shotzi. Yeah. The hosts, the ghost hosts with the most. I'm sure Becky being on it will bring, you know, some views. bring some viewers on. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm continuing to enjoy NXT and I, most of all the... The trick mellow story. I'm, I'm now I'm even, yeah, like now I'm super into it. Like again, I'm thinking we do some sort of reveal, like, hey, we have cameras here, uh, actually, uh, even though we're still waiting on the Jungle Boy CM Punk footage. You need to do the, uh, you do need to do the Sean, uh, what was it? It was like, did the CCTV, yeah, was but it was like so grainy, blurry. grainy, it yeah, it can all be like messed up from you know when Sean's office was destroyed a few weeks ago. <laughs> And it's all grainy, and then he's like getting now I got the copy posed and yeah. digitalized. And Zoom in, enhance, and it's Triple H, and it's yeah, it was Triple H, right? But now it's mellow. Is it? You damn right, it was me, Sean. <laughs> yeah, love it. I need that. Yeah, yeah, cool. We keep it mellow yeah. by attacking your own friends. Yeah, 
I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Uh, All right. That's what we thought. That's what we thought. Of NXT. But what did you... Do we have any feedback here? We do. We have a little bit here. All right. Let's go for it. Uh, shall I? Uh, you can start. Okay. I'll kick off. Is this Emmanuel? Yeah. Manny from Pacoima. Pretty solid episode. This was the season premiere. Night of Halloween Havoc looks great. Uh, night one of Halloween Havoc looks great. Five women's matches have been booked. I'm assuming Dom v. Frazier will be uh, on night two. And Akira versus Dom is also very interesting. Which hair would you rock? Lexus Tiger King's blonde locks or Shotzi's Liberty Spikes? <laughs> it took me a second to understand what he was saying there. But yeah, okay. Pillman, Lexus, Tiger King. He's got, he's got the Tiger King look down. Or Shotzi Spikes. I think you would be Pillman and I would be Shotzi Spikes. Yeah, I don't. I, like, I can't grow my hair out long. It you would just look gets like that. Too awkward. I've I've got very thick hair, but I've never got beyond the awkward stage when growing it out. Right. So, but I don't I know. know. My you... first email address was Spiky Hair Devil, so maybe I'd go for. Do you ever that. spike your hair? Like you probably I gelled used to your spike my hair, but you didn't like punk rock it. No, not you didn't this like. Part. Yeah, you didn't James maybe Franco and Freaks and Geeks it. Yeah, what is the egg whites? Yeah, they use to mm. make your your hair glue. Uh, I'd go with the spikes if I if I could, but. I I'd, I'd love Pillman's hair if I could, maybe. The flow. Yeah. I need to get the... Now I'm growing the beard out. Get the... Manny, I can't shape. not see him as Tiger King now. You've definitely <laughs> ruined Lexus King for me already. So definitely steal on that one. Thank you, Manny. We go to Magan. Okay, here we go. Who says, Four women's matches tonight and Halloween Havoc is going to top that with five on part one alone. It's like they're trying to send a message. Valkyria Knox is good. I was thrown a curveball when Trick got added to the three-way dance until he got jumped. All signs point to him. The triple threat match was dope with Mello chasing that dragon for the rubber match in two weeks and that cliffhanger with Jade Cargill appearing on the TV in Lyra's locker room. Has she found a home? I damn near jumped out of my skin. I also spotted Miu Yamashita in the audience too. Solid setup episode. Yeah, I, I did see that. He's on. got a picture of her. Yeah. Right I saw that on social media. She's just chilling, trying not to be seen, but her right behind really Booker. Yeah, cool. Are we going to see a wrestle? Maybe. Who knows? We'll bring some more, uh, some more stars over from Japan. We go to. Thank you, Megan. We go to Sean, who writes in. Good show tonight. Lots of housekeeping, setting up for Halloween Havoc. But like every, I like everything we're getting. Chase, you and the family will be entertaining, but a grudge match between the Creeds and Garza Carrillo will be fire. I enjoyed the first round of the breakout tournament. None of the girls who failed to advance are bad, though they are green and need more work. I will say Jada Parker stood out to me more in a loss than Karen Petrovich. Karen. Uh, Karen Petrovich? Is that her name? Carmen. Carmen. Uh, Nathan Frazier also impressed with a harder edge than we've seen previously. I liked NXT using the wheel for women's grud matches for Halloween Havoc, though Gigi did a much better job setting up her match with Blair than Roxanne did. The main event was a banger as expected, and Ilya Mello 3 will surely deliver. But who jumped trick? My money's on Wes Lee. Oh! Interesting. I like that. I'm not going to lie. When they when Ilya popped up on the screen today, mm. I thought when he said, this is the fourth man... Wes popped in my brain of being the fourth guy, but then it made way more sense when it was Trick. But I, I do quite like that because when Wes left, he was very he was a really pissed off character his last few weeks, wasn't he? So yeah, I, I think that's kind of kind of cool. Yeah, I, I mean, he needs to do his thing. Was he walked out because he was tired of losing? But 
him coming back, taking out people. I don't know. Would that mm. be as as good as Melo being the one? Again, Melo could be like, yo, well, I didn't. He left because he lost to Melo. Oh, okay. wasn't it? So maybe he's trying to get under Melo's skin. Wouldn't to, it, everyone know. be like, hey, Wes, what are you doing here? I thought you left. Shh, I'm attacking Trick. Don't look at me. <laughs> Cody Rhodes made a deal and I've got my job back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we go to Jake, who says, Evening, Poison Pals. Hello. Want to talk Pillman Jr. and another great vignette of him with him explaining his name change tonight. I like the approach he is taking of wanting nothing to do with his father, who was never there for him, which I can completely respect. I remember Mick Foley saying that the best villains are the ones who believe that their actions, no matter how wrong it may seem to others, is the right thing to do. This character's motivation is clear, and he believes he was wronged. I could even see this as an extension of the loose canon character and him becoming more of a sociopathic personality. So far, I'm intrigued. Who can you see him work against in a potential long-term program? Cheers and thanks, lads. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of doing the the backwards thing of him being kind of crazy. And I hate my father, meaning you're crazy and you're the loose cannon and just Mm. in a different way. But as far as matches, maybe some, maybe like the, you know, your Nathan Frazier's or your axiom, just kind of get, get the ball rolling with some good matches. Yeah. Heritage cup. Yeah. Those kind of guys. And then maybe see where we're at with that and Dominic Mm -hmm. Mysterio and all that. But I'm hoping the, I'm hoping the wrestling, again, these were kind of taped vignettes and stuff. I'm hoping everything has improved. The, there was photos of him at the house show this past weekend. He's wearing the exact same outfit he's wearing in this this vignette, and it's just like the t-shirt, like a leather vest or jacket or right. whatever. It's like, okay, well, you kind of still what, look wrestling in that. I don't know if he was okay wrestling in it, but it's kind of like okay, he does kind of look like Tiger King. So how long till he's in Chase U? Wow, I don't. That's the team you him put and him JC in. JC Jane is like the. He should have a fa- he should couple. have a faction. Yeah, put him together with another uh, second generation wrestler who hates their parents. Put him with the Rock's daughter and <laughs> <laughs> put him with someone else who's. Well, she's what fourth generation. She's fourth generation. Yeah, yeah. let's let's go. Put him with some yeah, other people. Ava and Ava and the evolution Lexus. legacy part two. Love it. Yeah, sounds exactly. good. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, everyone, for writing in there over on the Facebook page. Search Poison Rana. Join the group and find uh, all the fun stuff that we share, including feedback threads. But that was NXT. That was up next. We thank everyone in the YouTube chat for joining us here tonight. Thank you for listening wherever you may be. Of course, postwrestling.com for all the updates of everything going on. Review away. Review a raw. John away. Always keeping you busy and keeping you on your toes. Um we, we, if you are in the Toronto area, I got to shout out Demand Lucha this Thursday because they'll be doing a show in Parkdale Hall in Toronto. And if you know us, we love going to these Demand Lucha shows and we are very excited about this one because our boy Gringo Loco defending against Jack Cartwheel. And I, I, you know, I love my gringo, but I got bad, I got some bad feeling about no, this. No, one. no, 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 don't, don't cuss. I'm it. feeling like Jack Cartwheel might just out cartwheel this man and and steal this demand lucha championship it's been a while because we were away for the last one they did yeah we missed the house of glory one which we were really gutted about so we're actually really excited this one they're doing like a day of the dead kind of theme because it's halloween stuff so yeah looking very forward to demand lucha what is it lucha de los muertos psycho clowns on this show as well. (laughs) yo psycho clown and sam adonis are teaming hell yeah so the lucha is going to be strong but alex shelley's also in action so i'm I'm excited but yeah we always we've we've got to meet a bunch of our listeners who've started coming out to these shows and i don't want to don't want to spoil anything but i think we may 
convince Wei Teng to join us this week as Ooh. well. So look forward to any He's of our get on the on the claws. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get him on the white. We drink white claws when we go to these shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out Parkdale Hall. Shout out, shout out to Man Lucha, and let us know if you're gonna say hi to us if you see us there. Mm. Uh, so. Other than that, like I said, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Poinsarana. Five bucks a month to give you access of everything we do. If you like the scary movies, we like we mentioned, we got a lot coming out this month. But you have access to all the other ones that we've done, all the Halloween reviews, The Exorcist, Alien, The Thing. We've covered them all, and they're all in that catalog there over on our Patreon, as well as the wrestling. So get your feedback in for Halloween Havoc 1998, because that's what we'll be looking at next week. And Poinsarana.ca for everything else that we do. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to try and navigate this stream yard to get the theme and not have our faces on there. It's, All right. I don't know. I'm not used to this yet, but uh, send us away. Uh, and we mentioned on Poison Rana, we are, we are working on, on our, our updating, our PWT. And someone like uh, Martin Bushy may have found that before we were going to share it. Thanks, Martin. But it's yeah. okay. You can, if you're smart enough, you could order now. But we have more designs coming. We've got so. more coming. So we're wait. limited to how many a week. So wait. Uh, we're not officially announcing yet. Wait for a hard launch. Yeah. Coming soon, There's though. a bit of a soft Start launch. Start saving right up. Now. Yeah. Saving up your money yeah. for Poison Rana merch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for asking. Because uh, I know a lot of people do want merch from us. Mm. And hey, we can tell you it is coming very, 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 very soon over on our PWT page. Yeah. So looking forward to that. But okay, I myself, Brain Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D, And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, see you at Halloween Havoc. Oh, boy. Whoa. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.